Hey guys, what's up? It's Danny K doing the pre-show housekeeping. I want to start by thanking everyone that came by this week and watched on Twitch. It was a blast to have Gamer Greggy on the show. I also want to thank him for all the promoting of the show he did before he came on. It was awesome of him to do that. Follow me and Ren on our respective Twitch channels. The links will be down below. And if you want to keep up with us, you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at NTNPod. I'm not going to keep you guys here too long, so enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, the podcast where we talk about how to waste your time and not your money. Let's go on ahead. Ren looks like he's in something here. Let me go ahead. I'm not going to tell him, but hey. <laughs> Gamer Greggy. Hey. hey. Is it spelled wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now it's the sick Gamer. There's an extra M, but it's cool. That just oh, means I'm extra special. Yeah, you're so stupid. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw it on the, uh, I saw it on the uh, Instagram promo. I'm like, oh, I'm sure he just did that on the promo. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I didn't do it on basically everything somehow. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so God. stupid. I did it on literally everything. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Feels oh, good. Anyways, welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about my typos. And, yeah, um, the best show. Yeah, Back. so the show where we talk about my typos and how to waste your time and not your money. I am your host, Danny K, here on twitch.tv slash Danny K. I have my mm-hmm. co-host, my wonderful, beautiful, handsome co-host, Ren147. What's up? Hi, I'm Red. Oh, I'm dear really God. good at Fortnite and stuff, and I'm really fun at games. Let's go, hi, everybody. Yeah. Hi. Someone's got to take that shit away from him. <laughs> 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 oh, man, I, I think I'm getting to the point where that joke is like kind of worn off now. It's like, can it's someone, too late. Can we? Can it's we, day. Forever. Teacher, can we confiscate that? <laughs> no. Twitch gods? <laughs> And oh, um, we do have a wonderful guest who I apparently can't spell his name. It's uh, Gamer Greggy. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? I mean, you can call me Grammar Greggy if we had an. <laughs> I'm flexible. As long as there's a Greggy involved, we're good. We're good, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Feels good. And evidently, my cat decides he want, decided he wanted to join the podcast as well. So you guys might hear him. I'm sorry. Oh, it's right. the it's the benefit of doing a live show, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, got throwing that sweet cat sounds. Yeah, just the like the really oh. low. Oh, I loud. love it. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's exactly what we want. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready. Oh, so how are you guys doing today? Dude, I'm doing great. I'm having yeah. a good day. I spent. I, we already talked about once before. I spent like four hours looking for the backs of Xbox 360 controller oh, remotes, no. and I couldn't find a single one except for a rechargeable pack, and I don't have the charger. So I'm just dandy. Damn, I'm great. <laughs> I'm Damn. great. Oh and man, and it's not Monday. I mean, that's my main line. You know? yeah. <laughs> See, it's true. Fair enough. I think I talked about this last week. I know I've talked about it recently, but actually, Tuesdays are my month. Excuse me, are my Mondays now? Uh huh. I work Tuesday through Saturday basically like exclusively so my saturdays like my first day off where i can actually relax and not have to do anything mm-hmm. are sundays and then i also have mondays off so tuesdays are my mondays basically it's like the start of my five-day oh, work man. week um right but uh before we really get started greggy mm-hmm. 
where can people find you and what are they going to find when they get there? All right. So I am a Twitch streamer, twitch.tv slash gamergreggy. Um, still, I would still say I'm technically a variety streamer, although I'm kind of honing in on first person shooters. Uh, I played Blackout recently, and I think that's going to be my main jam. So I'm really just watching the calendar until October 12th. But uh, yeah, I have a really good community, uh, a lot of nice people, a lot of regulars. So uh, yeah, stop by, definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, do we want to get into it? Just uh, talk about what games we've been playing. Um, I know Dude, you two have a mutual game that you guys can talk mm -hmm. about. You want to talk about um, Call of Duty Blackout? Sure. I think that, uh, honestly, I think Greg, you should probably take reins on that one because I didn't play a lot, but I did play a little bit of it. And I have some opinions, but like, aside from that, I'm not yeah. like super versed. Well, I mean, I've I've been playing Call of Duty since Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, um, and you know, I think Black Ops Two is probably the highlight for me. And then the last few, just you know, kind of, and I think that's the that's the general consensus, right? That it was just more of the same, and then things they tweaked just weren't quite as good, that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. you know, I actually had Blackout for a uh, Blackout Black Ops Four pre-ordered. And then I saw the beta of, of Black Ops 4. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And I actually got Blizzard to, to cancel my pre-order. Mm -hmm. And then I saw Blackout. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to have to <laughs> I'm gonna pre order again. This looks good enough that I think I'll at least try it. And yeah, mm -hmm. you know, next thing I knew, I, I couldn't stop playing it. I played all day Saturday. I wanted mm -hmm. to play it for a little bit. I just I couldn't stop. I thought it was, it, I think it's the, by far the best Battle Royale game out there. So I'm just super stoked for it. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, gotcha. Just real quick uh the footage we are watching is from partially royal um so you guys can go check him out go you know follow his stuff thank you for the uh footage uh, as we talk about blackout so yeah um <clears throat> i haven't touched I'll blackout see. at all so you guys are gonna have to like you know yeah no for sure i i only played like a few matches but um the gameplay itself was actually really solid. The gunplay was really smooth. I was kind of shocked about it because normally when it comes to betas or such like that, you're kind of expecting something a little rough around the edges. But honestly, this feels like a relatively finished project that's just like needing like buffs and nerfs to certain areas. Like, for yeah. example, I know that everybody, every single person I've talked to has always complained that the tier three armor is too strong. So like in in a BR, for example, there's always like a tier system just to like set random ability for like gear and such. And so like armor would be in the same set as like uh, shields for like Fortnite or something like that. A lot of people have been really complaining about like tier three armor is too strong. Maybe just like remove it altogether and just like leave it tier one and tier two. Um, but yeah. Oh, do you yeah. have? No, yeah, I was going to say it's probably the better approach than trying to nerf it somewhat. I mean, yeah, it's. It, you know, obviously yeah. they have to change the time to kill because if you can't have your typical Call of Duty time to kill in a, in a BR or it just wouldn't be fun. You'd have people pepper right. you with a couple bullets and down you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the tier three armor is just, it's a little too OP to the point mm -hmm. where it, it makes them for some really frustrating battles. Um, yeah. But no, honestly, like, like you said, I mean, it's really, I had more technical glitches with the, like the game crashing out and stuff. But yeah. I was surprised at how balanced that was for not having uh, an open beta yet and not getting the feedback, just how well they did it. Um, yeah. And, with, and like we were talking before with, you know, compared to PUBG, because PUBG is, you know, the, the 800 pound uh, gorilla of the whole thing and not counting Fortnite, of course, but, you know, right. more tactical stuff. And there's so many things you didn't realize that PUBG wasn't doing that this game just got right. You know, there's 
just the responsiveness of picking up stuff and and character motions and just consistency and and even things they took out like there's no leaning but you don't need it because it's got that call of duty speed to it right um, yeah no i i honestly think that this is just it's amazing and i can't wait to play it when it comes out so can you guys real quick just uh run us through a game of blackout um because somebody was asking um does the and this was wretched wolf who you guys can uh, check out on um his twitch channel uh thank you for coming on by wretched um does this version of br play better than fortnite and PUBG? i'm tired of those play styles so can you guys just run us through a quick game from um, my experience, it seems like Blackout is a lot more of an aggressive uh, BR in comparison to PUBG. Not so much in comparison to Fortnite, where there's like a lot of rushing involved, where like you're really playing hyper aggressive. But for the most part, PUBG is really slow. At least that's mm -hmm. been my knowledge of it. It's like a really slow BR. So this is like, I would say it's probably closer to Fortnite in terms of uh, speed, but probably not that fast. I don't know. I'm not super sure on that one, but uh, yeah. You, you don't have the long drawn out battles because you, you do have the mobility. You know, in, in Fortnite, you're, you're quick, but you can have build offs and then suddenly it's everyone fighting for the high ground and everything. You obviously don't have that in Call of Duty, mm -hmm. but right. no, I mean, you can get really like long protracted battles in PUBG that you just don't have in Call of Duty because you can, the, the maps are just, um, I was kind of, I was afraid when they announced it. I thought, oh, they're going to take a bunch of Call of Duty maps. They're going to plop it in the middle and put some trees in between and call it. Mm -hmm. And you can tell there was a lot more thought put into it. So whether, you know, especially in the maps, but even out in the open, like there's there's different lanes that you can kind of move up and rush people. So it, the maps are faster. So even if your character is not that much faster and it's not a super fast game, the maps can play very fast. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's a breath of fresh air compared to some of the PUBG stuff. And I, I doubt you're going to have people hiding out in closets for 20 minutes waiting for you to come by in the house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the map size is a little smaller to begin with. Um, even yeah. dropping, even the drop dynamic with the wingsuit, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's easy to pick up on. So it's, it's you don't have like half your team landing in the wrong spot and you can get to pretty much any area on the map. So the flight line's, a, you know, a little bit less important. So it, you get a lot of different unexpected hot zones. And yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's definitely refreshing compared to either of those games yeah exactly and i personally like i haven't really played PUBG. i've played some fortnite and the one thing i don't like about it honestly is the building aspect that's just not a thing that i enjoy because i don't like having build offs and then shooting a wall that they right. just keep rebuilding like 24 7 and because this doesn't have building because i'm seeing that wolf is bringing that up how is the differences between like building and without building i think it is so much better the the whole concept of building in a COD game in the first place seems weird. So, like, obviously it's not going to stay in there. But with it being a faster-paced game and you can't build and, like, some of the areas are just open and you just have to, like, fight it out. Like, for example, this area is relatively open if you have, like, a decent firefight here. The fight's probably going to go by pretty quickly would be my assumption. But, yeah, I don't know. I'd say it's much better in terms of, like, the speed and the pacing. That's that's essentially where I'm at on it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you had Fortnite's quality with what PUBG was going for. Right. Yeah. You know, e even simple things like netcode and, and how your shots are landing. Um, yeah. No, I I, I I can't imagine someone playing it and going, oh man, I wish I was in. I mean, I can see people still like in Fortnite. Um, yeah. You know, for me playing it, I'm the same as you. I'm like, all right. So to get good at Fortnite, I have to get good at building, and I yeah. just don't want to. 
I don't exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole separate skill set that I don't want. I want to have, you know, sight lines and planning and moving around a map, not go, oh, that guy's out in the open. And next thing you know, he, he's building a giant tower and I, I, <laughs> he's built yeah. a base already. Yeah. There's a That's giant base and map. suddenly and suddenly I'm the one who's out in the open, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. like you try to like take out his base and you get hit by spike trap or something like that. Right. Right. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. There's no own just going to rush him. It just just um, and, you know, I'm not throwing any shade against it. It's. It's yeah. just a different kind of game, but I think exactly. I think there's a, a good chunk of the Fortnite player base who play it because it's a better built game than PUBG, but are really waiting for something like Blackout to come along. I yeah, I have to agree because like PUBG, I, I like the concept of PUBG. It's great, but there's been so many issues with the game. There's no point of even really like. There's a reason why the player base is really like dropping. There's yeah. a reason yeah. for that. I think and... it's down to like a half million now, something like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really dropped. Yeah. The, the like for me when it comes to like PUBG, I didn't see anything in PUBG except for some of like the aiming mechanics and stuff like that and how the how the guns fired. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't see any real difference in like how it felt that from like H1Z1, the battle royale in there. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. except for the fact that H1Z1 is relegated to like a couple of guns. You know, everyone can find an AR, a cup, you know, a pistol, a shotgun and right. you know, like an ak or whatever you know and that's kind of it that's like you know what you know the yeah. ga that game is relegated to but like in how PUBG felt like in terms of like how it moved or you know how quick the game was and stuff like that and how the firefights felt i didn't feel much of a difference yeah i i would say honestly at least the way i felt about it is that it felt like it was a faster cleaner PUBG, mm -hmm. like a lot cleaner which is saying something considering how many crashes are in it because it is a beta and yeah. like there there's bound to be those but yeah. like yeah it feels definitely a lot cleaner and a lot more fun mm -hmm. than what PUBG has to offer yeah well and of but course yeah. with, uh, it's a call of duty title so it's going to come with more game modes right yeah exactly that's what i'm more excited about because i'm not even really that much of a br person i don't play brs a lot i'm more of a multiplayer person so i'm excited for the multiplayer and i've seen some gameplay of it i believe and it looks fun it, it looks like what you would expect out of a call of duty game and they're removing the whole like double jumps and like super crazy mobility to my mm -hmm. knowledge that's what's happening yeah no more and jump packs, am, thank goodness <laughs> yeah and i am so excited about that because the game doesn't need that mm -hmm. no <laughs> stop please I i'm curious about the future though because obviously battle royales have taken off and it's like uh -huh. You know what's going to be the the dominant game mode in, in black ops is it going to be the blackout mode or is it going to be your typical you know your traditional call of duty in the dlcs you know yeah. and I, I think um especially on pc it's gonna be real interesting i wonder if there's going to be you know something different compared to consoles maybe mm -hmm. maybe you know because obviously pc players are really gravitating towards battle royales yeah you know yeah so and it might vary by platform yeah and i did witness a little bit of the console play for uh the br version and it looked, I'm, I'm going to be honest, it did not look nearly as fun. And because a lot of the looting was, in this one, it's actually fairly quick. In the PC version, it's fairly quick. You can just press a button and bam, you have it. You had to like hold the button for each looting item. And it made things really like, you loot for excessively long periods of time. Ouch. And then somebody just shows up with a gun and just kills you. And then it's like, okay, yeah, I got you. All right. Yeah. And that's tough because for most players, if you're you know leaning over to pick up a gun on a controller and you, you hear somebody come in the door, you're not as fast in that one regard, you know, compared to a mouse as far as spinning around and, and yeah, exactly, you know, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, I think they're probably going to remove that. I'm assuming they will. That seemed like a pretty just not very well thought out plan in mm-hmm. the first place. And they kind of just chucked it in there probably at first just to have it there. But considering that it's not there in the PC version, I'm assuming they're going to take that out. And it's probably going to feel a lot better. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm curious, too. To um, be honest. Yeah, I, I did notice something here in the footage. There seemed to be some uh, like zombies and stuff that they were killing. Is yes. This, how does that <laughs> yeah. like play into it? Like, is there anything like to really worry about with those zombies? Like, do they really affect the game? I'm, I'm going to say no. I mean, it was kind of neat to see them, and you know, they they kind of spawn around the zombie loot boxes. You know, keep them with mm. with the whole storyline there. Um, yeah. But it never got in the way. It was never. Oh, we have to deal with all these zombies, and, and now we lost track of this team, or or we're fighting off zombies, and now we're getting killed from another direction. I, I thought it was a, a fun distraction, but it, it didn't take away from anything. I don't know if it added much either, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're just really into Call of Duty and go, oh, yay, zombies are Battle Royale. But yeah. Um, but the very, I mean, that was that was my primary concern when I heard about it was, oh, no, this is, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it doesn't, doesn't change much. Because mm-hmm. there is a game, there is a game that does where, like, PvP is, or PvE is as important as PvP, and that's Hunt Showdown yeah where you know no, this is definitely not in the same boat where it's not like you really need to focus on pve i think there is some uh bosses like some zombie bosses that you can kill and they drop mm-hmm. loot but that being said every person that i've seen play hasn't actually killed any of the bosses so like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what the loot is dropped and if it's even worth it yeah but you can easily just avoid those areas if you're really that worried about it um well, i didn't, I didn't realize before a... i played I... oh go ahead oh go ahead go ahead no, I was going to say, I didn't read it up before I played, and every time I heard the zombie sound, I'm like, oh, I don't want to the other direction, having no clue that there was a box there that you can get, <laughs> yeah. you know, the ray gun and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I would not say this is nearly as PvE-focused. It, it does feel more like they just threw zombies in just to have zombies in it, Okay. more than anything. It's kind of nice to, like, see it in close areas, where, like, if a bunch of people drop in an area and there is zombies there, mm-hmm. like... If somebody tries to kill a zombie, you're going to call out your position. And it adds that dynamic to the mix, so that's pretty nice. But, like, a lot of other areas, for example, like graveyards and stuff, it seems whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that big of a deal. Um, and then there was somebody that asked a question. It goes out to uh, Firebird02. Um, do you think they should sell a version of COD 4 with only the Blackout uh, game mode? Uh, I think they did. So I think they did a COD 4 remastered not too long ago. I believe. I think that's what they did. Or not COD and 4, yes. but... Um, or maybe, maybe they do mean COD 4. Do you yeah. mean Call of Duty Modern Warfare, or do you mean Black Ops 4? I guess we can yeah. kind of go... Because I, I would think with, with Black Ops, you know, just you know, following their typical playbook, when, it, when it, what was it, Infinite Warfare that came bundled with? They bundled mm-hmm. it, they refused to sell it separate until they got every possible sale out of it. And that was, yeah. you know, that included me. I bought Infinite Warfare... Because I wanted to play the remaster. Yeah. And I think once sales trailed off, then they separated it out. And I have a feeling they'll do the exact same thing with Blackout. I think they'll yeah. keep it all bundled together until, you know, sales dwindle. And they'll say, hey, now for, you know, twenty nine ninety five, you can buy just Blackout. Yeah. yeah. As much as I'd want it to be like that, where they're sold separately, that's normally how I want my things in the first place. So, for example, if I want to play specifically the multiplayer, but I don't care in the slightest about the BR, I can just go buy the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll do that. I, I think you're completely right. I think they'll wait until they can, like, get whatever money they can out of it and then split it. Yeah, and Call of Duty's always been tough like that because, you know, 
if you don't have all the DLC, you, you know, you can't get into certain matches, you can't play your friends, it limits what you can do. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like they sell these these various, you know, versions of it. And, oh, you can buy the DLC separate and you can buy this separate. But you really, to get the proper experience, you can't. The way they have it geared, I think the majority of your Call of Duty fans, you know, they expect to pay the ninety nine ninety nine every year. Yeah. Well, and I think in terms of the you know the dlc splitting the, the player base i think they've kind of learned that and they've looked at better business mo better um <laughs> i use that term loosely in in terms of like the loot boxes like, oh, and stuff yeah. you know in terms of loot boxes you know the loot boxes don't split the player base um, mm -hmm. into into groups that can and can't play certain games um for myself because i don't know if i'd necessarily want to pick up a cod game for you know the other you know the other parts of it uh of it you know the you know tdm and, and whatever else um i would right. like to see you know maybe if they do a battle royale you know mm -hmm. on its own um <clears throat> or you know sell it separate i wouldn't mind yeah. seeing that myself yeah um, i mean that being said they might actually do that too so that way they have like a release competitor with PUBG right off the bat mm -hmm. but I don't think they will. I, there's a pos I, there is a chance that that happens, but mm -hmm. it's a really small chance. Yeah, it's a it's a snowball's chance. Yeah, exactly. Because like if if they did release, say like just the blackout for the same price as PUBG, and then they release the multiplayer, like just to combine the price to be like what the sixty seventy dollar title, mm -hmm. I could definitely see that being a good idea because obviously it's a good idea uh, like if i want to play multiplayer because i'm not a br fan i can just go buy the multiplayer for 30 bucks that being said that's probably not gonna happen yeah they do like their money fingers <laughs> fingers crossed but i think they're gonna they're gonna go with the uh the money out yeah probably yeah exactly <laughs> i don't blame them either <laughs> yeah um oh man so but... like overall let's let's say when is uh blackout supposed to come out uh, october 12th october 12th yeah. comes out $60 release, right? Yep. Yeah. So, okay. October 12th comes around, $60 release. Based on what you guys have played out, played in the blackout mode now, mm -hmm. would you say it's worth it? And are you going to get, like, the $60 of, of enjoyment out of it? I, I think if you like PUBG, but you've been struggling with, with continuing to play it for, for some of its flaws... Mm -hmm. And you're into battle royales. I, I I think it's it's worth every penny of it. Mm -hmm. If you're you know if you're not hung up on battle royale and that just seems like oh this might be an interesting game, then no, I don't think you're getting getting your sixty dollars. Yeah. I mean, you can go pick up a lot of other Call of Duties for cheaper now and get the same experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Um, I'm not a BR fan, so I'm probably not gonna pick this up anytime soon. But I am a fan of the multiplayer, so I probably will just wait until the price drops a bit or until they do a sale. I mean, like, December's coming really soon, and that's usually, like, the go-to sale of any game ever. So, like, even if it drops 10 bucks, I might consider picking it up. But I doubt it, at least for me personally. That being said, the it doesn't feel like the Battle Royale is just tacked on. It doesn't feel like it's just a tacked-on thing that was like, let's do this to make more money. It actually feels like a solid standalone thing. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're into Battle Royales, that should justify it. Yeah, Like, if you're into the Battle Royales and you're into COD and you're into the multiplayer, totally justifiable purchase. I'm just mm -hmm. into the multiplayer, not really a BR fan, so I'm going to wait. That's where I'm on at it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, someone just asked, uh, you guys both played on PC, right? Yes. Do yes. you think the player base would survive? 
for this yeah. battle royale because yeah, I um, think so. As as this person who is Wolf again, um, mm-hmm. fairly pointed out that sometimes Call of Duties can struggle with um, with a lasting player base. They do on PC for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, if you even if you hop into Black Ops Three right now. You, mm-hmm. you have one game mode. You have team deathmatch. That's it. Anything else is just 100% unplayable. You can wait in the lobby for 45 minutes. You're, you're not getting a game. Um, you know, consoles, you can hop into Black Ops 2 even and, and still have something where you can play it. Yeah. Um, I, I, my, my hope is that the, the fact that you'll have more PC players buying it because of the Battle Royale carries the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in that way, I'm kind of glad it's all bundled together because I'm hoping it, it keeps more you know, PC players engaged. Yeah. Because I've I've witnessed the multiplayer and the uh, blackout on PC for like from other streamers and other friends, and it looks really solid. I it, it looks like a solid title. The one of the big reasons why like COD struggled on PC is because it just didn't work nearly as well as it was supposed to. Like on consoles, it's been well known to be a console game. Yeah, just straight up. If you play console, you probably play Call of Duty. Right. But, it actually feels like a solid shooter on PC right now. I haven't had any problems with like the controls or anything like that. Everything feels the way it should. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'll stay around. I think it'll be fine. Mm. I think this probably will be one of the better like PC like COD titles for sure. Okay. And then somebody asked, uh, Dr. Dipstick, uh, what is your guys' take on developers uh, taking all the resources from having a campaign and making the BR? For me, that's like kind of like a. I don't necessarily care. I I played Call of Duty campaigns. I, you mm-hmm. know, they're fine. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think selling it as a completely multiplayer game is perfectly fine. Um, I don't think it needs a uh, campaign. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of weird on it. I I would like it to have a campaign, sure, but I can totally understand the reason why they're not doing it. It's expensive. We actually talked about this a little bit, like, before the uh, stream started, but Mm. it's expensive. It's really expensive to make something like that. And honestly, they have not been doing that great of a job on their like campaigns in the first place since, like, Call of Duty 4. Like, way back when, where it was actually, like, a really solid single-player experience. And everything else since then has, like, it's been graphically good, but the story sucks. It's just not fun. It's not, it's not enjoyable. So, like, I totally get the reason why they just didn't include that. Why they just decided, let's move those resources to something that actually will have use and merit. Mm -hmm. So I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, my guess is, you know, all those anonymous usage statistics that you opt into on your Xbox or your PlayStation, they can probably see, you know, what percentage of Call of Duty players are actually touching single player. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've known people that play it. I, I've never touched it. I haven't right. played. I mean, I actually, Call of Duty 4, you know, Modern Warfare, I played that single player through. And that was it. Ever since it was, yep, new Call of Duty, you know, in the console, here we go, multiplayer, get in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I have a feeling for, at least for Call of Duty, that that's the majority of their player base and that's just mm-hmm. what they're catering to but if yeah. cutting out the single player gets me blackout then yeah 110 percent worth it i don't feel like um you know paying more for less if you yeah i think i think that's a worthy swap to be honest it, it makes sense um honestly like i'm trying to think of what the uh what was it black ops 3 black ops 3 had some of the worst campaign i've ever seen in a first person <laughs> shooter in my life so if they're removing that and replacing with something that's actually good, I'll take it. A hundred percent. 
Yeah. Well, because aren't like the most like well regarded campaigns in in Call of Duty like yeah, MW one, two, campaign. and three, and then yeah. Black Ops two. I think are, like the those are like the games that everyone talks about the 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 campaigns being the best. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, being direct sequels, MW one, two, and three. I mean, there was a continuous story there. Yeah. Which Marvel makes Warfare it one better. and two were pretty solid. I didn't hear like the best results from three. But Modern Warfare 1 and 2 were actually, like, okay. Modern yeah. Warfare 2 was, was alright. Modern Warfare 1 was really, really good. Like, enough to actually justify it as its own, like, you can play this as a single-player game as an experience, and it's good. Yeah, I mean, um, but Call of Duty value proposition-wise was never good for that single-player because right. even the good stories were, like, six to eight hours. And yeah, there's exactly. nobody spending 60 bucks for six hours of story that they blow through, and that's it. It's kind of rough. Mm-hmm. It's kind of you like know? an yeah. overglorified uh, and, and overly long tutorial. Like, it teaches you how yeah. to essentially just, like, you, you just practice your uh, your reflexes in the campaign. Yeah, which is fine. That's, that's definitely what it feels like now, for sure, is that it just feels like it's a really, like a really long tutorial. <laughs> it's not fun. It's just not. I haven't had any enjoyment with, like, I normally I finish the single player campaigns of games I play that are multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it for Black Ops 3. I got maybe a mission in and I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever I did the, same, I did the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah. I did try I, it through like now back to multiplayer. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle it. So yeah, I, I'm glad that they removed it. I wish that they would make something good as a campaign, but that's not going to happen. So like, this is the better alternative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's where I stand on that for sure though. So from you guys, it's definitely, it seems like it's definitely like uh pick it up when it comes out. If you, if you are tired of PUBG, you want a good, a polished battle Royale uh, mm-hmm. with some good shooter mechanics. It sounds like it would be right up for anyone that like that. That's the enjoyment kind of like value you get. You're, you're saying you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah, cool. if you want a cleaner PUBG and also like Call of Duty, there's no reason mm-hmm. not to pick this up. Cool. Agreed. Much up. And but, yeah. hopefully it has enough longevity on PC. I can imagine anyone on console like this would probably last a while. Yes. For yeah, sure. For sure. PC, I, I don't see any problems yeah. with uh, console players. Um, maybe if like, because I mean, this is the era where a lot of BRs are being made. If for some crazy reason one comes up that's like spectacular, mm-hmm. maybe this will be kicked out, but I kind of doubt it. To be honest, yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, Call of Duty's biggest image problem with PC is that they promised for years that, oh yeah, we're really going to cater to PC people this year. And, yeah. you know, years past, they said it and they didn't. it didn't happen. And this mm-hmm. is the first year where they, they actually took it seriously. I mean, if you want ultra-wide, they've got that, you know, the multi-monitor support, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, this is the first year they're actually keeping the word for PC support. Yeah, you- that's actually a good note, is that there was actually a lot of solid PC setting us options. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised Even when I started it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, be able I, to I was... see your ping, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. more bars. Exactly. I, I was really, like, content about that. Um, something I didn't even actually think about, to be honest. <laughs> but, yeah. It's definitely me as like a PC player. I love having options. I love it. So just when they're all like, here's all of them. I didn't even think about it. I was like, good. Perfect. You did good. Yeah. Solid. I didn't think about the whole part where they suck literally every other title <laughs> about doing that. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Cool. 
Um, we've talked quite a bit about that. Probably mm -hmm. should kind of move on to some of the other topics. Um, do we want to go on to what you played, Ryan? I didn't play anything this week. I'll talk about the coaling because uh, mm -hmm. I just went free to play. I'll talk about that next week. Um, okay. Yeah, for sure. So I played a hat in time and hear me out. It actually, so it is, it is like a child's game to a degree mm -hmm. where like it's a lot of colorful colors and you play as a kid and then it's like your stereotypical, what it's almost like Spyro in the sense of you just run around and you collect gems and then you do things. That being said, it's shockingly solid as a title itself. I was really impressed. I, I wasn't expecting it to be the best thing I've played recently. But it's really good. Like, it's it's shockingly a good game if you haven't played any of those recently. It feels like a great homage to just like, wasn't... oh, we can play. It's like, it has the same feeling of like Super Mario 64 or like your Spyro games or anything like that. But it's colorful. The soundtrack is incredible. That was what I was really shocked about was like the soundtrack was really, really solid. Enough for me to actually like occasionally listen to sounds from it off of the game itself and like really? go listen to parts of the soundtrack i was really impressed so yeah um the gameplay is solid i didn't have a problem with it i haven't finished the game yet i'm planning on actually finishing it tonight but everything is varied there's no areas that really feel the same and everything is also super cute and if you're if you're looking for something like that and i really wasn't at the time i didn't even think about it i was just like oh it's a game that people want me to play for sure i'll play it but it it has that cuteness to it that's really like it's it's good. It's really good. I was really happy and really impressed with it. Um I know that a recent DLC came out and it was for free when I purchased the game, but that being said, I think it might not be free anymore. It might be though. Um the game itself was like, I believe I bought it on Humble for 18 bucks. Super worth $18, 100%. There's a camera mode if you want to like do like camera things like make your own backgrounds and stuff like that or whatever um but yeah it felt extremely polished i was really shocked i i didn't expect it to be nearly as good as what i got at all i i expected it to be like a 7 out of 10 and i definitely rate this to be like a 9 to a 10 out of 10 and yeah i don't know i, I was really impressed that that's basically where i'm at on it was I didn't expect much, and then I got a lot more than I even like thought was gonna happen. So yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really glad that I picked it up for sure. I think it's definitely worth 18 bucks. I don't know what it is at full price. I think it's like 20, but even that, it's super worth it. Um, there's all these. So basically, you play a little girl with a hat, and the girl doesn't have a name, and it's kind of just kept that way throughout the entire game. Um, but all these hats have different powers and stuff. So some hats like can turn you into an ice block and then it lets you interact with certain other objects. Some of them, for example, one, I believe it's called the dweller hat. It's like a really spooky mask. And if you activate it, you can see things that aren't actually there. But for most of the stuff, um, most of the stuff that's just like just straight up out in the open, but there's a lot of secrets. So like with the dweller mask in your hub world, you can look around and you'll find like notes throughout everything. Hmm. And it's it's really cool to just see like all the hidden stuff that's just out in the middle of nowhere. And it starts you off, it starts you off with the immediate, immediate like cuteness. Because this is the room that you start in. You start in a little tiny room, you just wake up, have a stupid yawn on your face, and then you look to your side, and there's just 
a massive amounts of pillows and you can't help but just go walk right into it and I, I don't know it's it's a very cute game and i was really really impressed by what it's i got adorable. with it. it it is adorable i'm gonna be honest Everything and all the so areas ev everything all the areas are just different and they all have their own different vibe so there was actually one area where i was playing through it and i didn't expect much i expected like oh it's spooky but it's like kids spooky and then it was like oh go into the haunted house and then it was actually like it could be easily terrifying for people that are like new to horror games <laughs> and everybody in the chat was just like i played this and i was not i was not ready for it it scared it scared the crap out of me and i don't know it, it has a lot of surprises there, <laughs> there were so many surprises everywhere and i was just shocked but yeah and i'm seeing that it's for 30 dollars normal i i'd say that's a reasonable third purchase at 30 bucks i would say if you can pick it up on sale definitely do mm -hmm. super worth it for for what i paid at like 17 i am super happy with my purchase and yeah i'm i'm really content <laughs> yeah. that's basically it i'm i'm excited to finish it i'm curious how many platforms is this on is it just a pc game Oh, let me check. I think it's on consoles, too. I think it's on pretty much everything. Yeah, it looks but like it would be a game that sure. would basically be on anything. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm checking. Yeah, PlayStation so 4, cute. Nintendo PS4, Switch. Yeah, Windows. yeah, it's on pretty much everything. It's even on Macintosh operating systems, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's a shocker. Wow, Max's getting it on the gaming action. <laughs> oh, man. But... But yeah, it was one of the games where I didn't expect a lot and I heard about it and I heard it was good, but I didn't hear it was amazing. And then I played it and I'm like, wait a minute, this is actually really like this is really good. People were underselling it to be hard. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it's super worth it. If you can pick this up on sale, definitely do. If you are willing to throw down 30 bucks for a cute game, this is an, a good buy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm really glad that I purchased it for like eight really glad and i think I like, they'll probably go on sale again i like the whole hat dynamic that's really cool yeah yeah and it's not like you have to go into a menu and swap in you can actually like quick swap like on the fly so if you want to get like really good and maybe you're like interested in speed running or something like that it's not a chore to do things yeah and you and... don't see many platformers like that anymore that are done right you know yeah exactly exactly it, it didn't feel so much like a platformer as it did like your adventure Spyro title. And okay. it, it sells itself as a platformer, but it's it really feels more like you're playing your Super Mario 64 or like Spyro or anything along those lines where you run around, you collect stuff, and then you look at cool things and there's secrets everywhere. And it's just, it's a nice adventure. That's, that's really what it felt like the entire time. I was just like, this is a fun adventure. I'm having a good time. I've got to address one thing. They have these uh -huh. little seals and said, I hope you enjoy the clues, Mias. It's so yeah. adorable. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a melt. lot of puns everywhere. I, it honestly even felt like, I don't I don't know if you guys played Undertale at all or anything mm -hmm. like that, but it felt like I even got some vibes from that mm -hmm. in terms of, like, its puns and how it, like, took itself. It didn't take itself really seriously at all Yeah. in terms of, like, everything around you. Mm -hmm. until maybe like later i don't know i don't know how serious it gets but so just like a hard turn yeah i mean like <laughs> there's some collectibles that you'll find and some of them like don't really mean a lot one of them for example is just like 
how this town became a thing. And another one was the story about how an evil spirit, like, became an evil spirit. And how he cheated on his wife, and then she locked him up in a basement until he was dead. And then that's it. And it's like, huh? Wait, what? what? Wasn't I playing a children's game? Wait, hold on. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't know if this is meant for kids. It it feels like it. It feels like all the stuff that you could really like. If you're a kid, you'd probably just gloss off of it and be like, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, uh, but as an adult, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, right? wait, it's it's like watching like, uh, you know, like a Yu-Gi-Oh or a Pokemon or something. Yeah. Like that, right. Like we're just like, wait, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, how, sure. did, how did that not like disturb me as a child? yeah um but yeah i don't know i i felt it, it really felt nostalgic and i was having such a blast just like going through the world and just experiencing it but yeah i'm excited to finish it tonight to be honest I'm, i really am nice so people can watch you uh finish that on your stream tonight yeah yeah and... hopefully <laughs> if i don't forget if i don't Oh man, cool. I don't know. I get randomly distracted because it's one of those games where you just like kind of explore and mm -hmm. you just do your thing. And like, sure, there's things that you can go do. But, like, I spent a decent amount of my time last night just exploring and finding things. So yeah, if that doesn't happen, then we're good. Cool. That probably will happen though. So <laughs> we'll see. Oh man, but yeah, super good, super fun. Yeah. Heavily recommend if you're even like interested in the aesthetic. Awesome. And it's colorful. Great. So good for the good for the people who, uh, you know, find it on sale, and he even recommends it if it's, um, yeah, if it's uh, for the thirty dollars. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Because um, I'm just looking at our clock here, I want to kind of keep us moving along. Mm -hmm. um, do you guys want to talk about this Fallout seventy six thing, or we can go on to one of the other topics we have? We, we could talk about the Fallout 76 thing. Mostly okay. how I'm disappointed. I'm really, really disappointed. So basically, um, for those who don't know, uh, a recent article was talking about how Fallout 76 was trying to make their game last forever. And every game that I've ever heard say that has been a flop. And I'm terrified. Because mm -hmm. I, I was really excited about the whole like possibilities and everything about that. And it really like it seemed great. And then you just chucked in like, oh, yeah, we're going to keep this game going forever. <laughs> for example, for example, I don't like it when games set up a plan that's longer than like a realistic expectancy of like four years. When when Destiny was like, we're going to do a 10 year plan and it's going to be great. People are like, yeah, dude, that sounds amazing. And then Destiny, the first one I felt was a flop. The second one was even more of a flop. And now they're just like, no, but we, we made a rule. We're sticking to the 10-year plan. We got to do it. It's got to be like, we got to make it go from trash to good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't want that experience with Fallout at all. I really don't. I want a relatively polished title, and then they polish more of it. Not like, we're going to give you like a decent, like a rough around the edges thing, and then we're going to make it better over time. Because I can really see that happening. And I, w I was really excited, but now I'm really not. <laughs> now I'm really just like, well, God oh. damn it. Okay. 
No, and it never ends well that way because like exactly no it never does when you're designing a game from the perspective of how long can we drag this out you know yes. it's not going to end well versus <laughs> we build a game that's just so awesome and people can't get enough so we're going to figure out how to add more to it you know there's just two different approaches and like you said with destiny you know it's like oh you know we're gonna this is gonna be a big 10-year plan and you're telling this to people who just got through your entire initial story in eight hours you know yeah, exactly and i yes. I'm like, yeah and that's when they said that about fallout i'm like oh this is going to be the exact same kind of situation well i just want to point out a flaw in what uh I, I gotta pull up the article real quick and just like yeah no they did compare it the reason why they said that it would last forever is because they said that um with things like skyrim and fallout 4 and morrowind right yeah people still play a lot of it and morrowind too yeah that being said i guarantee the people that play that are just like they're super hardcore fans. They're yeah. not like the people that generally just go and play a game just to play a game. And those are um, games that have fan-made expansions, right? There are people who exactly. make Skyrim mods that are bigger than the actual fucking game. Exactly. So it's like you're talking there, there's about there's room to make your own game inside of the game. Yeah, and, and like create it your own. So Whereas I... with 76, I don't see that happening as an option with things like Granted, they did say that they were going to release, like, the workshop with it. And sure, you can probably make your own stuff. But it's an online experience. Yeah. So having something go absolutely overboard crazy is probably not very likely to happen. Whereas with something like a single player experience where, like, oh, I can turn the dragons in Elder Scrolls into trains. Thomas the Tank Engine. Is that a real mod? Yes. Yeah, it's a real mod, and it's definitely a thing. Dude, but like, the chances of that happening in something that's an online title is so slim that it's just like I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening, and I really don't see it lasting. Look, I, I came in with the thought of like, I'm really excited about Fallout 76. How long is it gonna last? Probably five years. Yeah, probably. And then they're going to move on. That's fine. I'm ready for that. Mm. But not like, oh, we're going to make it last forever. Yeah. I would it's be like, no. I would be happy if Fallout 76 was just a polished and like bug-free rust kind of situation, right? Yeah. I'd be yeah. perfectly fine with that. And like in terms of like making it last forever, I'd be perfectly okay you just release us into a world, maybe allow like if maybe, you know, do some sort of um player-made dungeons kind of thing. Mm -hmm. right that'd be fine with yeah. me too if you want to make it last forever open it up to the community we can do some yeah make make some player uh you know let players make their own dungeons yeah. so i can I, just, just throw like ren a... in a fucking room with a bunch of fucking uh super mutants <laughs> <laughs> you <Yeah>. know yeah. <laughs> he's gotta fight oh, he's gotta fight one room of super mutants and then he's gotta fight an, you know without any uh extra supplies he's gotta fight death claws then <laughs> you yeah. know it, it just seems like such a weird balance that they're trying to make because yeah. like they never made the past games with the intention of they're going to last forever. Mm. Right. So right. just like throwing in the whole like, well, the other games did it. So obviously this one's going to do it. Seems ridiculous. Well, it a lot of that's the, the gaming community as a whole, though, because we've, you know, yeah. kind of like when they used to come out with limited edition games and instead of 50, there were 60 bucks. And we kind of showed, you know, to publishers that, hey, we'll pay the 60 instead of the 50. It's the same mm -hmm. thing with these games where, you know, they... Oh, people will pay for, you know, we doesn't have the title beta on it, but these are games that, you know, years ago would not have been released. They would have been called betas. Right. And now they're final titles. And instead of calling it beta, now it's, oh, but we'll keep expanding. And and then right. there's always a focus on the expansion versus fixing what's already there. And 
Yeah, right. it's, just, it's a scary road for and, Fallout. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I'm worried about is that they're going to like start hopping onto the bandwagon of oh, it's not a finished product, and like, but we'll still release it as a finished product, yeah. and then because we have, a, we we made it as we're going to like work on it forever, they can release it as something that's not up to par. And that's what's terrifying to me is yeah. like they'll just be like, oh, it's it's OK ish. It's Don't gonna... worry, we'll release some uh, new content. Yeah, and that's like fine for free to play, but it's not fine when you're putting, you know, paying yeah. AAA do dollar money on it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's With it... the AAA title. I expect a finished game. <laughs> I s that's what it is. I smell pirates and fish is in, in fresh seawater is what I'm kind of getting from Fallout 76. If you guys are catching my drift here. Man. <laughs> a little sea of thieves. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a little sea of thievesy. Yeah, I'm, I don't, I'm worried. I don't like. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I don't like this games of, as a service model, right? I, I can mm -hmm. understand like games as a service if it's, you know, released with a decent amount, but like maybe do like some sort of subscription model, like an old school MMO, maybe, right? And then like do what ESO did and just release like a base version um for like 10 20 bucks so mm -hmm. you know you can get more people in and then you know people who do the eso plus will get you know all the other dungeons and, and bullshit and get the free expansions and then let people you know people buy expansions as they see fit i don't know what world of warcraft's whole get up is um mm -hmm. i would be fine with seeing 76 do that like do some sort of base game thing and then just release dlc incrementally and then like offer some sort of plus thing um yeah so like i don't know i'm on a weird a weird front on that one because i feel like 76 is the opening of something that they've never really done before mm -hmm. realistically where they're having a full price game where they host the servers and you don't pay a monthly price and you can play with friends and it's still supposed to be a good experience even if you play it single player mm -hmm. right and like with things like Elder Scrolls Online, that's obviously not the expectation. It's meant yeah. to be an MMO, mm -hmm. but like with something like this, it's meant to be more of like you have a server and then you have a bunch of people join it and then you just do and that's it. It's not it's not like, oh, we're going to go do raids. You know what I mean? It's not like you're hunting for gear to like kill the it's I don't know. It's a weird spot. And I feel like because it's such like an innovative thing in comparison to what else they've done. It's going to be one of the things that decides what they do down the road with other titles. And that's what makes it even more scary for me is like, I don't, I don't now I don't know if I'm going to buy it on release. I'm not mm. sure. I'm, I'm not somebody that pre-orders just because I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But now I'm really like, I don't know if I'm going to buy it like on release. At first I was like, I'm definitely going to buy it once yeah. it comes out for sure. Well, I but think... when they start announcing things like this and they start going really over the top with their things, it reminds me of a lot of what uh, what's No Man's Sky did, mm -hmm. where they just started announcing like crazy things. It's like, yeah, no, we're going to make this game crazy. You can play with millions of people. Uh, it's going to last forever. It's going to be great. And like they got hammered no. so hard but for all those promises. Ren, exactly. Ren, I don't want to like be too antagonistic here. But I think mm -hmm. me and you had a conversation when QuakeCon happened about how I didn't want to feed into any hype. <laughs> how yeah. are you feeling about well, that now? Well, I, I, I don't I don't mind feeding into the hype. What mm. I do mind is when they start like saying crazy things. And yeah. like when they start making over the top promises. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I don't mind if you think that it's gonna last forever. I don't mind. 
But, mm. like, you can't use that as, like, one of your marketing things to say to people. Because mm. that sounds really bad. You can think, like, oh, yeah, no, we're going to keep this game going for as long as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can't just be like, uh, yes, Press, this game is going to last forever. Yeah. <laughs> That's the rule. Hi, hi Polygon. Um, yeah, our game is going to last forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Please. Yeah, just the comparisons that he had to that I'm like this, this smells like Sea of Thieves. This smells like No Man's Sky. Like it just thinks of space and um, yeah, this stinks of space and pirates. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like it's trying to bite off way more than it can chew, mm -hmm. and I don't feel like it's even planning on delivering on that promise. That's the yeah. thing. I was like, I don't expect it ever to last forever, not at all in the slightest. I, I do expect the five-year thing still, but it just feels like a really weird thing to just say, mm. like, right off the bat. And that that was, like, the red flag warning of, like, uh, this game might not be what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if they don't uh, deliver, does it really last five years? I mean, if if, it, if they pull a No Man's Sky and you get into it... Exactly. Horrible, See, that's the thing. Is like, if, if they say something like that, then they limit, like, their entire plan to begin with. It's like how Destiny worked, where they're like, let's let's have a 10-year program, and it's going to be great. And the first year, everybody ragged on the game, because half of the content wasn't available. The other half was... I, I have an entire opinion about Destiny. <laughs> the other half was DLC on the disc that you purchased, but you couldn't access later down the road. No. And I don't want it which, to be something like which that. Which was shit that people ragged on, like, what was it, like, uh, Street Fighter Four, Like... Mm -hmm four years prior to that yeah it, exactly it's just like i'm i'm worried i'm, no, I'm I, very worried <laughs> and i'm hesitant and i just i want them to be like i what we met was five years mm. <laughs> we, we I didn't sure say hope that so. but no because like even with that no not to talk track but even with destiny they, they had it where once the dlcs came out they took stuff that was part of the original game and now they're like oh no now you need the dlc to get to what exactly to begin with yeah and, and yeah no I, I think for fallout in particular like, i don't think it if, if they mess it up as, as bad as they could, I don't think it, it has five years. I think it, it drops off and they decide there's a new project. I Because I, I, I can agree. tell there's some wishful thinking in your voice. Like, oh, yeah, you know, all right, not forever. He's got no. here. Like, come on. He's got, no, he's still I agree. This up. <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I feel like if they stay with it and they're just all like, yeah, no, it's going to last forever. I don't think it'll last nearly that long. I mean, like, people, they even said that Fallout 4 still had, like, a huge player base. Hmm. Fallout 4 was oak like it started off with like a bang at first and then people were like wait this is nothing like the previous fallouts and then the like community just died in an instant and then it slowly came back as like a game that wasn't like Fallout but still okay-ish mm -hmm. and like people have an expectation and if you don't meet that people are going to just disappear like I, that immediately yeah it almost makes me wonder if in some way that they almost feel like when they say Fallout, they talk about the aesthetic of the of of Fallout games and just like how they can just throw that aesthetic on anything, right? Right. Yeah. That and that's something that's a little concerning because I I think when players or in reviewers talk about Fallout games, they talk about like a very like some you know they talk about the aesthetic and the specific mechanics that mm -hmm. you know people that people really liked in Fallout Three in New Vegas in terms of uh, in terms of the way that the shooter you know, Fallout's right. Right. Because the other Fallout games aren't shooters. They're, like, tactical games. Yeah, they're um, tactical games that are focused on player choice. And you yeah. notice, like, a huge delineation between, like, Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 on that. Yeah. Where, like, 
so many of the choices are fake choices that aren't actually like they don't do anything at all mm -hmm. in Fallout 4. And now I'm expecting like it's gotten to the point where now I don't expect like player choice to really matter in mm -hmm. Fallout 76 at all. I, I don't expect it. It's not even like fully intended. But if that's the way that's going to go, then if they start like doing something crazy, we're like, oh, yeah, now we're not going to like we're just going to make open world games that are huge and don't really have a lot of content going on. Mm hmm. Then yeah, I'm going to be expecting that from every other Fallout game. Yeah, when when does it not? When does it become something other than Fallout? You know? Exactly. Like Dan said, you throw the aesthetic on it, and hey, here you get your Pip Boy and everything else. But is it is it Fallout anymore? Right. Yeah. I I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I'm worried. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well, worried. I'm, you know, I'm looking at the bones of it. I think the bones so far look good, but I think yeah, like we've said over and over again in this conversation, the content has to be there. It can't be it can't be a sea of thieves where it's just a couple of of raids where you go get a nuke yeah you know it and that's why i said i would actually be really okay out with a dedicated server system mm -hmm. you know and maybe just make it a rust with a fallout skin and aesthetic and, and other like play, you know some quests that will have like some actual player choice i'd be fine with that <laughs> i'd be fine yeah. with the post-apocalyptic survivor where i can build bases raid ren and then me and ren can go get a nuke and bomb the mm -hmm. shit out of greggy like i'd be perfectly <laughs> fine with that i'd be oh, perfectly man. fine with that i don't think it would actually even be that hard i think maybe they're overthinking it but i i just think that when they throw out words like that that they they can't mean that they really can't i yeah at least not in the context that like they put out where yeah. it's like oh yeah it's gonna last forever obviously yeah well, I, I hope they really don't mean that. I hope they meant like, oh, it's going to last a long time. I guess, okay, I guess here's a question if, in terms of like meaning that, right? Okay, so they announced Elder Scrolls 6, or that they're at least working on Elder Scrolls 6. We don't know anything about Elder Scrolls 6, uh -huh. right? But, yep. so they talk about how Skyrim is like, you know, people are still playing Skyrim for however fucking old that game, goddamn game is, right? Right. So do you want people to still be playing Skyrim when Elder Scrolls 6 is out? Like, do you not want people to move on? I, no, I don't want that. I don't want that at all. I want people to move on. Yeah. I, I think that Elder, like, the only reason why Elder Scrolls V is so popular, in my opinion, is there's nothing, there's no competitor. Yeah. There's no competitor that meets that size. That's just like, oh, look, an entire world. Mm -hmm. The only other competitor is the same company with the Fallout series. Yeah. And that's it. Th those are the only two things that really meet that realm of like, it's a huge open world and there's a lot of things you could do. There's content everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I, you, you can't just be like, oh, the game has lasted so long because it's amazing. It's like, sure, it's lasted so long because it's good, but it's also because there's literally nothing else on the market to choose. It's like, it's the monopoly that's not just nobody else goes for it yeah and i think it's the entire reason of it's oh it's the elder scroll series we can't compete with that obviously yeah, right. not well there There's may no also be like a limited piece of that gamer pie that goes for that sort of game too mm -hmm. you know what i mean right yeah yeah exactly yeah because how it's many just... how many open world fantasy rpgs are there really exactly i can't think of any off the bat aside I mean, from the witcher, elder scroll series. witcher 3 there, um, there's Dragon a huge Age. community of witcher 3 also yeah it's like in Dragon Age. I mean, those are the only two I can really think of. Yeah, there's yeah, not exactly. much. There's definitely yeah. not much. 
yeah there's really not a lot of like areas for players to go to choose something like that yeah. and that's i think that's another reason why it stayed so long along with the uh the mods thing is because since there's no other options out there the only other options are mods for the same game yeah right to go load up whatever fucking massive that that people spent like three years like basically like entire like just dev teams producing a mod for skyrim yeah exactly you know, with with fucking full voice acting and everything with just as much content exactly I, uh, that's i think that's like the big reason yeah I, I don't think it's because it's amazing and incredible and like oh my god it's the best game i think it's because there's literally no other thing out there to compete with it mm -hmm. that's even remotely like competitive enough with it yeah the only thing yeah. is maybe the witcher but even the witcher and skyrim are two like entirely different beasts i think you had different player bases with those i don't think exactly yeah they're, and they're like, oh, not no, play witcher now yeah exactly they're not like in the same realm they're close ish mm. but they're definitely like if you played the witcher you would understand why the witcher's community and the skyrim community aren't exactly the same thing because i yeah. played them both and the witcher's is so narrative focused mm -hmm. like to an obscene amount and skyrim is i have tons of things i can do and it's like they they both have a like a ton of stuff but like witcher has a crazy backstory and everything is like super heavily like talked about and there's there's always more to learn yeah but like well because the witcher series is based on a book series and i mean there's a netflix i mean you want to talk about how narrative focused it is there's a netflix series coming out for the witcher exactly yeah you know yeah um I think that's I think that's the gist is like I'm worried I'm worried about yeah, Fallout 76 that's pretty I, much it after all that discussion I don't see Fallout 76 catering to any of those folks exactly yeah. exactly neither do I. I it feels like really off the ballpark and kind of just out there I'm excited mm -hmm. but worried mm -hmm. I, at first I wasn't nearly as worried I was I was like thinking about it. I was like there there's chance for it to fail obviously there's always chance but like maybe it won't be that bad Mm -hmm. But, like, now I'm just like, oh, God, don't throw out the Destiny words. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> Please, God, no. Don't worry. By DLC 17, they'll have it all sorted out. For you. It'll be fine. It's <laughs> the last thing I ever want to hear. <laughs> oh, my God. By the next game in, like, $150 of DLC, we'll, uh... I mean, keep dropping Destiny. I just remember when they announced Destiny 2 and all the people playing the first are just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Fix this. Add this. What are you doing? Yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't. I, I don't want. To... <laughs> <laughs> um, at the risk of looking like angry nerds uh, any longer, we should probably go on to the next topic here. Um, okay. Let's see. We can talk about. Let's see. Um, do you want to talk about? Just do that follow up. Uh, from last week. Oh. Ren oh yeah. Oh, oh, I like how you put it on me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll sit back and let you take over this one. Yeah. Go for it. No, no, I'll talk. Okay. That's good. I'll, I mean, I'll get people up to, I'll get people up to speed. So last week we talked about how the, uh, that there was going to be a game released on Steam. It was the first uh, uncensored adult game, um, full sexualization and everything um, that was going to be released on Steam. And now it turns out after uh, this kind of got some. Uh, publicity uh, it came out that there is uh, it's going to be this game is going to be restricted in 28 uh, countries uh, due to content 
Um, So I'll just kind of read the first bit here. This is from uh, my source on this is PC Gamer. Um, Go support the the author uh, Joe uh, Denali. But I'm gonna read the first bit to kind of get you guys um, up to speed. Steam's first uncensored adult game was approved and released last week. Since then, several countries have apparently banned the sexually explicit adventure game. In turn, developer, uh, the game is um, uh, Negligi Love Stories. I think I pronounced that right. And then it's uh, developer Darker Studios says this means it cannot release the game under the radar and its availability has now been restricted in 28 countries. Um, those co- some of those countries include, uh, actually, this is the full list. I was thinking when I was looking at this list, maybe I was going to do, you know, like uh, uh, Animaniacs, you know, Uh, but I'm not going to do that. Japan, Japan, Malaysia, Botswana, Egypt, Morocco, Nigeria, South Africa, Sudan, Uganda, Bangladesh, China, Lebanon, South Korea, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Turkmenistan, Belarus, Iceland, Ukraine, Russia, Australia, Papua New Guinea, Indonesia, Guyana, Iraq, uh, UAE, UIE, and Germany. Yeah, I think I think those I think we should focus on a few of those names explicitly. <laughs> yes, yeah, Germany these are weird. and Australia. Yeah, Germany, Germany Australia, and Australia. Iceland. Possible. Iceland makes no sense to me either, and neither does Japan. Yeah, like, I I understand Egypt, and I almost kind of understand Japan. They're really super weird about everything they ever yeah. like. True. Do in that area. But, like, with Egypt, I know there's very strict rules and stuff about mm. that. But with Germany and Australia, that seems like the two most off-the-wall, like... It's it's an uncensored adult game. Yeah. It's, it's not, like, crazy. Uh, to my knowledge, it's not, like, the craziest game of all time where, like, you're doing crazy mm-hmm. shit. Well, like, I will say one thing. The PC Gamer article, they quoted developers saying that they can't censor the game because it would take out 90 plus percent of its content. Right. So, yeah. right. So, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's um, we'll call it a rough game in that regard. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, it's more crap. of a. That also calls um, into question the like amount of content that might actually be in the game. <laughs> you know, if yeah. there's 90% of the content that's in the game. Click, 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 click. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It might not be, you know, that fully fleshed of a game. Pun fully intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, man. I mean, that's, <laughs> just to add to your point there, Greggy, I'm sorry. That was good. But it, it just seems so weird that Germany and Australia are on this list. I understand countries ban certain things like mm. this. I get it. That's a thing. Yeah. But, like, with something like Germany and Australia, it seems really nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it feels more like... Uh, publicity thing just because but it doesn't really make a lot of sense like germany has always been not very like crazy about their uncensored rules that's never been a thing neither is australia Mm -hmm. with things like egypt and like yeah other other certain european countries i get it it makes sense i understand Mm -hmm. but like with things like germany australia it just doesn't make sense to me. It really well, doesn't. They're, I mean, we can so just, off the wall. So many of these we can just chalk up to that these countries are run by conservative, theocratic, mostly Muslim-majority right. countries, right? Egypt, right. Morocco, Nigeria, Sudan, Bangladesh, um, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Turkmenistan. I mean, these are all countries that have that are mostly or that are almost entirely theocratic. Uh, Iraq. Exactly. 
Yeah. You know, exactly. so that makes sense. Like, you know, it's a the it's a conservative theocratic government. It, it's going to censor anything that it sees as uh, immoral and un in in uh, immodest. Right. Yeah, you expect right. that. I mean, you know, it's, <laughs> if there's a country that has rules against you know PDAs that you know to ban this makes sense. But then there's like you said, like Germany. I, I don't. Germany, yeah. Iceland. You know, just yeah. I, I think so, it's because they called it a game. If it was on autoplay and it was a video, no one would say a word. I, I, think, I think it's just because it's a game. I think you're right. I think you're right. I genuinely do. And that's like the stupidest thing because like, okay, all right. I know friends that play visual novels and I'm not a visual novel person myself. I could care less, but they play visual novels and they really like, they hate the word of calling them video games. And I'm just like, okay, that's kind of strange, but all right. But now I kind of almost get it when it comes to things like this, where it's just like, because it's a video game, it's not allowed. Yeah. And it's like, why? <laughs> why? Well, what yeah. What makes that the reason? Some of it, too, though, like you think about lawmakers, you know, being older generation. Like, I know I get it now, even when I talk to older folks, when I say, you know, talk about playing games or streaming or anything like that, you know, yeah. they still think of games as Santa Hedgehog and played by a 10 year old, you know? Exactly. They don't picture somebody that's in their early 40s or late 30s being heavily into games and that, that demographics just shifted up as, as, as gamers have grown up. And I think that's what it is. I think you have a lot of, um, you know, policymakers who are just of that generation that don't fully grasp. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't know. It's, well, policymakers are just a big mess of rules. I, I was going to say, I don't want to go too off topic, but you know, I don't want to get too much, but like, like Facebook, like, yeah. you know, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg talking there and the majority of the, the elected representatives had just had no clue what he was talking yeah. about. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's really difficult for me to like, as someone, you know, I, I work in media, I look at the FCC rules and regulations, I look at policies, and some of it makes sense. But then I also look at it, I'm like, you but people try to apply those same public broadcasting I, policy ideas, and they try to apply it to basically what is micro broadcasted content that is video games right yes mm -hmm. it's broadly distributed but only one person is ever really interacting with that at a time unless it's streamed on a platform like twitch or youtube in which right. case those places have tos's that prevent a, you know the immoral spread of things right yeah like, the, the those companies want to look you know so it doesn't make sense to me where and, and this like kind of gets into my politics <laughs> I guess mm -hmm. in my ideology, but it just does bracing myself. <laughs> yeah, it just does not make sense to me where where people like look at like take this idea of um, preventing the spread of something bad um, like this. You know, it, so what if it's if you want to view if you want to claim that it's pornographic content, okay, but you can't like not you can't stop the distribution of it. Um, you know. The distribution yeah. is going to happen anyways. You might as well cash in on the distribution if you really want to, like, try to prevent people to do it, to, to view this content, you know? Not that I say yeah. I want them to try to cash in on the distribution of, of pornographic content, but that's still better than them trying to ban it. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. I've been kind of curious of the, the backstory behind it. So, if, like, you know, Germany and Australia as to what laws it runs up against that prevents yeah. it. You know, kind of yeah. like what Brent was saying earlier, too. There is something in the back of my mind that's going... You know, no, I would have no clue about this game if it wasn't for this coverage. So yeah. there is kind of a publicity element to it as well. Exactly. I don't know. It's like it's a mixture of publicity for like the game, obviously, because like people that see that, oh, the game is banned. Oh, that means, oh I have to play it. It's banned. Right. Yeah. Like that's obviously a thing. It's happened before. It's happened with lots of games. But like True. it also feels 
oddly enough, like in the other way around, like, for example, Germany, that doesn't make a lot of sense that like they advance something like that. And like, I don't know, maybe they're trying to appeal to a certain like age group or like age demographic. I don't know how voting works in Germany or like anything like that, but I don't know like how the people feel about these sorts of things. And mm -hmm. mostly like older generations. I'm assuming that the younger generations are going to be totally fine with it and they could care less. But, like, the older generations are in control of that. And they right. just get to decide what does and does not work. So, like, if they're just like, well, I mean, we don't like it. So, like, we're getting rid of it. It seems dumb. It's a video game that shows boobs. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, I, I promise I won't get on my soapbox about this. But I just find it interesting that, like, nudity, oh, no. But, like, blood, gore, violence, like, you're right. You know? Yeah, exactly. It, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it's not let's not restrict killing floor anywhere. No, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, but titties, anime titties specifically. Need to... That's the thing too. It, it's cartoons. It's not even like you know. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's just like the rules being vague, and the people that are in control of it just like don't care enough. To be honest, they're probably just like whatever. It's fine. Just ban it. It's not that big of a deal. How, so how many guess... boobs are in it? Lots of boobs. Okay, let's. Uh, somebody... it, it's a video game. So kind of going to something that we were talking about a little bit about like how it's publicity. So in the uh, original Steam post, and I'll read directly from here, um, it actually addresses that question. Was this intentional? Uh, quote, some people have complained because they think we or Steam uh, did this intentionally. But the truth is, is that uh, that is a crazy idea. First, this all came about uh, when countries started contacting Steam to ban the game from selling in their region. We then contacted our solicitor who has, who has some dealings with international laws and began the process of working out what is legal and what is not uh, and restricting the game. The problem we encountered is that the laws in other countries are uh, for distance online selling, distribution, and adult, and adult content is very murky gray and many countries have made such things illegal whilst they are, uh, whilst they are rarely enforced. They can be enforced at any time. Um, right. So. Okay. Let's see. That, that's kind of what I expected, to be honest. And I don't... I, I want to clarify, I don't think that they released it with the intention of it getting banned by lots of places. Mm -hmm. I think, like, the ban... Because bans are natural. Like, that's just a thing that happens in lots of games and lots mm -hmm. of titles. And they don't really talk about it. But if it's like, we're the first nude game that's going to get released on Steam, and oh. we got banned by a bunch of countries, like, there's no reason yeah. not to talk about it, really. Yeah. Right. I don't think that they were just uh, like, they, let's do it with the They sole do talk about yeah. some of the laws here. We can go through some of those too. Um, Russia has laws against homosexual content, so I guess that's in here. Um, okay. Japan has laws against uncensored genitalia, which anyone that's ever watched like 30 seconds of hentai knows. <laughs> um, no clue what you're talking about. Why, I don't know what you mean. That's why tentacles oh, are the a, thing. What's a, hen a hen <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Ryan, hentai is Is that like art. a drink at Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> um, Germany. Okay, so here's the thing with Germany. Here's this is why I kind of want to talk about this because we kind of got all riled up about it. Germany has laws against selling to anyone under 18 and requires software to verify age, which Steam does not currently have. Oh, that kind of makes sense. That, that makes sense. I mm -hmm. feel like, to be honest, I feel like that should be a thing that's already. Insane. But 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 that Steam's had other parts where Steam wants no parts of filtering their own content at all yeah. or yeah. going over it yeah no i agree well i guess um, and then my question is why do why does it ask me for my birthday that's isn't that age verification granted that can yeah, be gamed yeah. i 
because but, like it doesn't even save that information so what's realistically the point of that like yeah. i feel like to be honest it should be saved oh I, yeah I'm pissed that whenever entire I try... thing is one that entire situation's gone and two you can sell in other places yeah Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> like it's a pretty easy solution i think yeah so yeah, yeah. you can sell you know maybe what is it like uh I don't, know. I don't know how you would check age verification if it can just be yeah i was born in 1972 exactly and i'm actually there's 13 like, like there's the, the age verification log seems a little weird that that mm. yeah i'm like how did i look at things i wasn't supposed to look at <laughs> i just lied about my age <laughs> you know yeah I don't know. That does yeah. explain a lot more, though, about the reason yeah. why it's banned in Germany. Because I did not, I didn't think it was that reason, to be honest. I, I, I didn't fully think. I, I did partially think that it was like maybe it is like marketing issue and like it's cross seas and things like that. But mm -hmm. like I don't know. But that makes a lot more sense. I kind of get it now. Yeah. To a degree. <laughs> to a degree. I understand. I think it's just an easy thing. I, I would have figured they would have had something in place in Steam already in that area. Yeah. It'll come down to popularity. If this game totally takes off and seems like, oh, we can make money off of having these in these other countries that yeah, would allow exactly. it, then you'll have proper age verification that we haven't even thought of how they would do it, but they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Is uh, Australia's thing in there? No, it doesn't say. It, 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 just in this post, um, please bear all this in mind before taking uh, the discussion or to the discussion hub complain there is no simple way around this but people um where they have pro um no it doesn't like i kind of actually do wish that, like they they showed like all the laws because obviously yeah. some of it okay so it has homosexual content and has sexual content we saudi arabia doesn't need to be explained then yeah <laughs> right yeah but honestly like a good like 60 percent of the yeah, entire but like australia like yeah tell tell the australians in the ice in the uh icelandic Icelanders? I'm going to go with yeah. Icelanders um, no. while you can't get it there. Now now I am a thinking that it's probably the same reason as Germany, to be honest. Because, like, it seems relatively like a reasonable thing that, like, I, I could see that being a reason why certain companies or certain governments would be like, we need to do this. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like it's a really easy thing to just get around. <laughs> like, you could just easily just implement a tidy feature into Steam and it's like, ta-da. Yeah, like I, done? the age verification thing. Yeah, that just kind of throws me for a loop. I don't. I mean, yeah. Isn't that? It, I mean, they have to use credit cards though. You're not getting a credit card as a minor to buy the game, right? <laughs> right. It's not free to play, right? I mean, you have to buy it. So, right. It, fair. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you can up upload mommy and daddy's ID and say, "Hey, this is me. Let me play the game." Like, I don't, I don't know how they would implement it. And I'm sure somebody smarter than me has got it figured out already. But yeah, um, it just yeah, it's an interesting law. And maybe again, it could be a law that wasn't written for this kind of content delivery that's just getting applied to it. That's that's that what I'm, the other thing. Yeah, that's what I'm for sure. And I'm sure I'm sure they're probably not even like super mad that it is applying to this. To be honest, they're probably mm -hmm. just like, "That's relatively reasonable. I get it." Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll move on. I don't think their concern was being in all the countries. I think more of the concern, oh, no, we can't be in these countries or we'll get the suit out the wazoo. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because if with Steam, if they get sued or if they get actions brought against them, that uh, directly goes to the um, to the developer. The developer takes mm -hmm. responsibility on Steam's behalf. 
um, financially and uh, otherwise. Um, so yeah, that's kind of part of that where yeah, it's like, well, we really can't, otherwise we're we're dead as a studio. Yeah. Um. So that part I understand. Like I said, it just feels so weird with some of these countries. Like Papua New Guinea. Well, I guess maybe that has the same thing as Australia. Hmm. Belarus makes sense because it probably has very similar laws to Russia because Belarus is called Little Russia. Um, oh, and Vex is talking about it a little bit in chat. Oh. From what I've heard, apparently, it's extremely hard to get a game classified as adult in Australia and apparently has components of rape in it. I could, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. I, I, okay. It just, it <clears throat> seems like a really like off-the-wall thing to mention, though, to be honest. I... I, I would understand if they were also like we're not selling in Australia, Germany, things mm. like that. We can announce that. That's and fine. again, I'm curious. Everything else that, just seems like pretty straightforward, though. Is mm. that just games? So for like the, the you know I don't want to dive into it, but like the the rate component or whatever. Like, does that is it just games? I mean, does that apply to their movies and television that certain content like that's blocked as well in Australia? I'm not sure. I I, mm. I don't know. That's a really good question. I would assume movies are probably okay, but I would also assume that everything else is probably not, considering like movies are one of the more like commonplace entertainment mediums mm. right so like seeing something like that it's like okay all right i get it but anything, I, know, I mean in other like, countries the film in industry does get censored i mean you know china yeah. censors movies all the time so yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree yeah they probably weren't even like it, it's i get it it, it kind of makes sense now yeah, I think sometimes we forget that games are big, you know? It, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge medium now, so. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't fly I, under the radar like it used to. They wouldn't just, why, why don't they censor that, like, part specifically? That That's like, I, I feel like that would be a reasonable option because Australia is the only one that's realistically like, complaining about something like that. And it's right. like, sure, your game is 90% nudity. That's cool, whatever you do you. Mm -hmm. But, like... I'm assured that your game is not 90% components of rape. Like, that's... <laughs> True. You could remove that aspect. Yeah, like, ditch the violence yeah. aspect and... Yeah. yeah. Like, I can understand that. I, I would totally Oof. get that. But, yeah. Yeah, well, I think we've kind of covered this. Maybe maybe yeah. next week. We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll we'll just talk about this in perpetual... In, it... Oh, yeah, this will be the thing that we talk about forever. <laughs> this will be the thing we talk about forever. Uh, Except we'll, for publicity, we'll... honest. <laughs> We're, we're going to talk about this as Trust. long as Fallout 76 lasts. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, then you're done by that. You're done before launch. Done. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Ren. Uh, Sorry, Ren. Oh, it's fine. I get it. It's cool. Uh, um, was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I think that's pretty much it. I'm looking through all of our other topics, and nothing else is really yeah. sticking out to mind. Yeah, there wasn't, like, a lot that really stuck out to me this week. I mean, mm. um, the Culling went free-to-play. There's another free-to-play battle royale that's coming out that Greggy pointed out to us called, um, excuse me, Ring of Elysium. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's like extreme skiing, snowboarding battle royale, <laughs> action sports battle royale. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting take to be sure. Well, mm -hmm. did I mean didn't Cliffy B try that out before? Yeah, what what happened with that? They, oh no, they shut it down. <laughs> I heard it. Servers are down and everything. Yeah, no, they shut. That was um, like their that was like their death rattle. Uh, it was Bosky. Uh, Bosky tried to to you know cash in on character shooters, and they tried to cash in on battle royales with a new radical twist. With <laughs> and they, 
You know what I think really did it for them um, was probably licensing out Danger Zone. <laughs> oh couldn't, couldn't pay the royalties. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they couldn't pay the royalties for Danger Zone. I went to the Danger Zone. Right, no. <laughs> I think they could <laughs> um, I was singing along with you. But I'll let you take lead. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I think we're, I mean, we're getting kind of close to time here, so I think we'll call yeah. it good. Um, Firebird did mention uh, Realm Royal. Greg, you talked to me a little bit about it before the stream started, but uh, I don't think we have time to talk about it now. That'd just be more angry nerds. You don't, you don't. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> the game is dead. It's dead. It. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> it's going to be that. that didn't I talk about the Simpsons meme? <laughs> Stop oh, yeah. it. He's already dead. <laughs> Oh my god. Um all right, so let's go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and do our shameless plugging. Um Ooh. we will start with Ren one four oh, seven. Hi. Hi. Hi where can people uh, find you and where what are they gonna find when they get there? Yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Ren147. I'm gonna be playing uh, some hat in time tonight. I'm planning on finishing it and starting up something else tonight. I'm not sure what. Mm -hmm. I was planning on trying to get the Xbox all set up and I wanted to play some retro games. But that's not a thing because I can't find the controller parts. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to figure something else out. But I play all sorts of games. I play pretty much whatever. It doesn't really matter to me. I love horror games. Um, but, yeah, you can find me at Twitch. You can also find me at Twitter, but it's not worth finding. Uh, that'd be at Renegade147, I believe. I think that's right. But, yeah, thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you. Awesome. Um, and then our guest of honor. Mr. Gamer Greggy, where can people find you and what are they going to find when they get there and anything else you want to plug? All right. Um, I'm pretty much Gamer Greggy with one M. That's <laughs> 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 right. I have to give you one more thing. Gamer Greggy. Um, I mean, you can, you, can, you can type in Gamer Greggy. I'm on all the socials and, and pretty much anywhere you could, you could possibly think to look. But the two most important ones are um, first and foremost Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Gamer Greggy. Uh, and I stream uh, six nights a week from 7 p.m. Eastern till midnight, 1 a.m. depends, Monday through Saturday. Uh, and I'm pretty much, since streaming, me watching a calendar, waiting for October 12th isn't entertaining. Uh, I'm currently playing a lot of Overwatch, and I mix it up with a little bit of Dauntless and a couple other free-to-play titles as well. And my main social media is Twitter, same thing, at GamerGreggy. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. This has oh, been a lot of fun. Dude, of course. Yeah. This has been a blast. <laughs> oh, man. Um, things that are coming up on my channel, regular stream schedule, tomorrow night, 5 p.m., Thursday night, 5 p.m., Standard Central Time. Not sure I'll be playing. I might play some Dead by Daylight. I'm not sure yet. Um, otherwise, guys, follow the my Instagram. Um, let me go ahead and do the socials real quick. Um there in the chat it's should pop up maybe it'll pop up uh if you guys want to find us on twitter it's at ntn pod if you guys want to keep up with keep up with us that'll be the place to do it otherwise you can join the discord or join my um or uh, follow me on instagram at danny k uh down below for people who are new here down below uh are the apple links and the spotify links and i even think the youtube links um, to the podcast feed and uh, the archive video. So if you guys want to watch us or you want to go back and see what we were talking about, um, you guys can go there, subscribe, follow, listen, share with your friends. It's really easy, uh, simple things to do, so you can do that there. Um, 
Otherwise, I don't think there's anything really to talk about. Yeah, um, no, I think we're good. I think we pretty much covered everything that we possibly can. I think we have, too. <laughs> For um, a slow week, I think we did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, guys. So that is it from us. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, we'll raid into a different uh, talk show here in a minute. And um, have a great night. And thank you, Gregor right. Gamer, Gregor, Gamer <laughs> Greggy, for coming on by this week. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Ten out of ten. Appreciate it very much. Bye. All right.